everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Show. I'm Brett. And I'm Ben. We're continuing our coverage of Rick and Morty. Ben, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, we got our first episode not named some weird silly pun, uh, <laughs> the Vat of Acid episode. Uh, and it was certainly uh, a whirlwind of, uh, of emotion. Uh, and <laughs> definitely uh, many times throughout the episode caught me off guard as to where it was going. Oh, uh, yeah, no, no doubt on that. So yeah, like you said, this episode is actually called the Vat of Acid episode. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that for a uh, for a title right off the bat? I mean, it makes sense as the like uh, unifying right. uh, <laughs> kind of uh, idea of the whole episode is that Rick is just like uh, psychologically torturing Morty <laughs> just to like you know teach him not to like. To talk back, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for real. So I think a running theme um, of the last few seasons of Rick and Morty is Morty's gained more confidence in his, uh, you know, relationship with Rick, and he's wanted to be more of a driving force of the plot. And uh, Rick, in this episode, does not have it. One bit. Yeah, I think he's you know he's he's uh, setting a little bit of uh, a boundary here in terms of. Uh, Morty's ability to to dictate uh, their adventures or, you know, criticize Rick's <laughs> ideas or anything like that. Yeah, um, so... Really, really kind of shows uh, the the level of uh, pettiness Rick will go to just, like, you know, to defend his ego. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it really does. So, so I guess let's get into that, the uh, aforementioned vat of acid. So... You know, uh, Rick and Morty go to a seemingly a planet, right? Um, and Rick has to show that his car can automatically pop, or park, pop, <laughs> can automatically park, which, uh, you know, pretty big deal, right? Yeah, it's not like, you know, most modern cars um, mm. here on Earth can uh, do that nowadays or anything. Right. Marty's not impressed, so they go to meet up with some alien gangsters uh, for a crystal swap, and mm-hmm. they get betrayed. But Rick has a plan. Ben, what is what is his plan? Uh, you know, he, he tells Morty the plan uh, earlier on before they go in, and Morty, you know, we get a little bit of a, a preamble from Morty that kind of foreshadows uh, the reaction that we'll see later on, mm-hmm. uh, which is... Uh, the plan is that one of the vats of acid in this vat of acid factory is uh, is a fake. It's a plant. Uh, and if anything goes wrong, they can jump in the fake vat of acid and there will be trapdoors at the bottom that will release fake bones that will float up to the surface. And they'll each have uh, like oxygen uh, tanks that they'll be able to breathe out of mm-hmm. until they wait for the uh, the gangsters to leave. Uh, brilliant plan. Nothing yeah, to go wrong. Foolproof. Yeah, I yep. would say. Uh, <laughs> I have to say it because I don't want Rick to yeah, you know, no. destroy my life. Exactly. Rick, if you're listening in the multiverse, great plan. One of the best I've seen. Top 10, at least. Maybe at, top 5. At least. So, uh, so yeah, they go, the get betrayed. The gangster's like, you can't kill us. If you kill us, you're dead. And Rick's just immediately like, oh, well, yep, good point. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> jumps into the the fake vat of acid. Um, which I mean, you can understand the plight of the gangsters, right? Like that's some hardcore shit to see. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to like shoot somebody. Like that's pretty. That's that's normal. But to right. see somebody voluntarily jump into a vat of acid and disintegrate in front of your eyes mm-hmm. with their grandson uh, yeah yeah it's pretty messed up but so yeah the gangsters don't leave because they're pretty traumatized by rick and mm-hmm. morty's actions <clears throat> understandably so um and they end up staying for a long time to the point where morty gets pretty fed up and just decides to shoot them well he tries yeah. to shoot them and then rick actually kills them <laughs> But I think he he shoots one of them, maybe. Yeah. Well, it looks yeah. like the uh, the gun was like set to just be powerful uh-huh. enough to burn the ladle. So he shoots one, and the guy's like shirt catches on fire, mm-hmm. and then Rick takes it and like turns the knob up. Got it. Yeah. And then shoots the other three and kills them. <clears throat> did you uh, did you see this uh, this coming a little bit? Because uh, my first inclination coming in was that this was going to be, like... Because they've been doing a lot of these, like, lampooning of mm. certain, uh, like, TV tropes. So I initially thought this was going to be, like, a lampooning of, like, 80s mobster movies. Yeah. And then I... Once they jumped in the vat and we started getting some of the, uh, like, monologuing from the gangsters mm. and the storytelling and all of that, uh, I thought that it might be just an entire episode of them having to stay at the bottom of the vat mm-hmm. uh, while, like, Morty gets, like, more and more, like, fed up and frustrated. Yep. And, like, the gangsters do, like, more and more ridiculous shit to, yeah, like, keep no. them there. I thought that, too, especially with the episode called the Vat of Acid episode. Yep. I was like, all right, this is going to be another, like, weird concept, but, like, ultimately, mm-hmm. like, pretty fun and funny, you know, episode where they play with the format of the show. And it was, kind of like, yeah. <laughs> but kind of uh, we thought it would have been kind of like a shot at like bottle episodes too. Oh where yeah, you like yeah. yeah. And you know, community uh, they, they love the bottle episode. Oh I'm yeah, no, all out. those, all those like you know like sitcoms that have these like high concept ideas. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them would do bottle episodes, uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I thought it was going around that point before. Morty got so fed up that he jumped out and started killing them after the whole rat incident. Right. Oh, man. So they go back and then they just have a straight up, like, huge argument about this. Yes, the entire way. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Which is pretty fun. It's like, when did you get this cocky? You just talk to me like this. Yeah. Again, kind of a little bit self referential where we see. Uh, like the Morty character development uh, from just like uh, kind of wiry, uh, uh, not confident sidekick mm. to like kind of trying to take a little bit of the reins here from Rick. Right. And Rick's not having any of it. Yeah, because in the earlier seasons, wasn't there like a punch card? Like one every out of every ten adventures, Morty gets to choose. Morty would the get adventure. to choose one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Morty doesn't want to wait for that anymore. Well, especially with how badly that one turned out. Mm. You know what? Every time Morty tries to take the reins, it turns out pretty bad. Yeah, he did the uh, the other one too with the uh, the uh, anime, right? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> the that was uh, that, that was, was so pretty good. bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad for him. And great episode. <laughs> oh, fantastic episode! But yeah, definitely uh, an instance of uh, Morty's decision making uh, going poorly, and then also the one. 
that Rick kept on bringing up to rub in Morty's face from earlier in the season where Morty wanted a dragon really bad, and that went oh south pretty quick. So, <laughs> Oh, man. So Rick decides no more. Um, if you want a save point in life, I'll make it, even though I think it's dumb. And he makes Morty the save point. And so Morty goes around just doing whatever he wants because no consequences. What are what are some of your favorite parts of this little montage? Um, I think that I think it was very funny that the first thing Morty wanted to do was to pants his uh, math teacher in front of the whole uh, class. Yeah, and just a real tragic um, backstory for the math teacher in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's you know a lot of uh, a lot of forlorn uh, love stories mm-hmm. going on in this episode. Yeah, you know, of, uh, don't so. change yourself for someone else is what what they're getting at, right? <clears throat> I guess is that is that the um, is that taken from this? Well, for for his story, anyways. Yeah, also, sure, I guess become a blacksmith and get a lot of STDs. Yeah, so and have that's, a, that's what you want. Yeah. A really jacked up penis. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, so that was fun. Um, I liked when he. <laughs> Uh, tipped over the old person into the crosswalk and stole their wheelchair. Very mm-hmm. fun. Classic. Yeah, he did. He did the uh, the expected of uh, going into the ladies' locker room. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably where everyone's uh, mind mm-hmm. went to immediately, as far as like what a teenage boy would do yeah. with no consequences. Fourteen, so. no consequences, just going in that girl's locker room, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun hijinks, but then a pretty unexpected part. Um, I didn't see this coming. I don't know how anyone could have seen this coming. Morty uh, decides instead of going into a strip club, he's going to hold the door open for someone, and he ends up falling in love. Yeah, I mean, what a what a great uh, story. You mm-hmm. know, probably would have been uh, you know uh, best romantic comedy of all time, or, or even best romance mm-hmm. movie of all time if it was drama fully fleshed out. Yeah. yeah, it had everything. Cannibalism, literally had everything. Yeah. So yeah, Morty goes goes with this girl. They fall in love. They crash on a plane to Alaska. They have to eat the dead members of the flight. Morty treks out to, you think to rewind, but instead it's to... Uh, call 911. They get rescued. Everything's happy. They're home. They're alive. And then, uh, then our, our boy Jerry, he, he ruins it. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in the episode for all of three and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he spends that three and a half seconds fucking everything up, just <laughs> like you would expect. Right. Yeah. So, so they go back. Morty panics, tries to explain the whole situation, presumably to her. Um, freaks her out he gets pepper sprayed he accidentally reloads his save right as he's getting pepper sprayed yep gets pepper sprayed several times over before uh you know pulling a harambe death by harambe Uh, (laughs) multiple times as well on that because again with the save point you can't actually die Mm -hmm. and and with all this he comes back to rick and Rick, uh, he lays down a pretty insane twist. Did you see this coming, Ben? 
you know, if you, every time you asked me during this episode if I saw it, I didn't, I saw nothing coming. <laughs> yeah, every single twist was just like uh, like somebody slapping me from a different side of my face. <laughs> yeah, it was good though. So, so what Rick did because he hates time travel, as the established earlier in the season. Even yeah. though, though in the beginning of this episode when he talks about hating time travel, in the background shot you can actually see a box with stuff in it labeled time travel stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, that's been in a lot of episodes, right? Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, but I mean, it's it's even more appropriately in mm-hmm. the background shot of that scene where he's mm-hmm. specifically talking about how he doesn't do time travel, but it's tacky. Right. So he hates it. It's tacky. So instead, he pulls a prestige. And he's been transporting Morty to different realities so as to not upset the prime reality. And when he does, the second before Morty gets there, the Morty in this reality dies horrifically. So Morty can take the place of that Morty. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, horrific deaths during this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially you know, in the post credit scene as well. Yep. And so then Morty gets sent to the timeline where everything he's ever done has happened. Yeah, he begs for there to be consequences because mm-hmm. it's the only way for him to save all of his parallel Mortys. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, so everyone's there. AR, AARP's there. They're all mm-hmm. protesting him. There's a sign that says, that's our word. So you know what he did there. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one that said uh, cannibalism is a choice, I think. Yep. Not really sure uh, what that's all about. <laughs> nope. Um, the girl he fell in love with comes, but then right as she comes, Rick offers him a way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? It is a vat of acid. Yeah. So the same exact setup as before. Morty, Morty sees what Rick did. He, he's not happy about it. That is for sure. But uh, he yeah. goes through with it. And everyone, everyone just agrees that since he died a horrific death in acid, that uh, that that's that. It, the, the bill's been paid. Yeah, <laughs> his debt to society. I mean, what else are you supposed to do, right? I mean, yeah. it's not like a choice. Like they can't, like from their perspective, like they can't like harangue him any further. Mm. Or they, uh, they're just going to like, you know, come to his, uh, his funeral and like harass people. Like, you mm. know, at that point you've uh, kind of crossed, uh, crossed the final bridge. Right. And so two cops aren't quite sure. They go to test it. Rick assures them it's not just, what was it like heated up Mountain Dew? Yeah. Oh, and he offers them a ladle to test. Yep. Morty misses shooting it. Uh, shoots the cop. The other cop gets splashed and thinks he's immune from acid. Mm-hmm. Doesn't then, really seem to care that his uh, his partner was uh, blasted literally in half right in front yeah. of his face. I really enjoyed that. Like, yeah, that guy uh, was going through some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, Rick returns Morty to the prime timeline. And, uh, <clears throat> and that's that for this episode. What did we learn? Did we learn anything? Uh, I think we learned that um, Rick and Morty is just like a really fun TV show and we'll just do whatever it wants. You know? Not that we didn't already know that, but just like more confirmation of it. I think that also, um, like there's, it's kind of uh, been a point where 
I wouldn't say things are like as predictable, like super predictable, but mm. uh, like usually uh, you can kind of see where an episode's going from relatively early on. And even if it does take some like twists and turns along the way, mm. it kind of follows like some sort of expected semi-linear path. Mm. Whereas this episode had like at least three major like, you know, uh, sharp right turns in it. Right. Uh, Yeah, it almost feels like the writers of Rick and Morty are absolutely terrified of being predictable nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I can totally understand that. Uh, Mm. You know, with with assholes like us on the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, (laughs) going in depth on every single episode, Mm -hmm. trying to, uh, like, analyze it. Uh, it makes sense that you know, with the with the fan base that the show has, uh, there's definitely a perpetual uh, need to be unpredictable while still like having the show make you know cogent narrative sense. Mm-hmm. Which I think this episode did a good job of. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, it, it's kind of like, oh boy, they have a lot of episodes under this contract. This is gonna get the show's gonna get. Real, real out there. Yeah, the I mean, we it. still have two, two more episodes of this season alone, so... Mm. Okay. Very, very curious to see where they go with this at this point. Mm. So did you catch the post-credit scene? Of course, yeah. No, it was yeah. uh, just like the, the morbid cherry on top of a real fucked up episode. Mm. Do you want to explain what happened to them? Sure, so in, in this... Um, in the uh, uh, prime... Uh, universe or dimension that uh rick and morty end up in at the end for Mm. rick's final lesson uh uh, johnny carson is still alive and doing his show uh and we have the cop the second SWAT cop who survived what he thought was acid and Mm. was uh uh you know about to go and make uh, a killing being the impervious to acid guy Mm-hmm. Uh, he somehow gets a booking on uh, the uh, the Tonight Show with, uh, with Johnny Carson. Okay, Johnny Carson, born in 1925, might I add. <laughs> I mean, you know, what? That's a uh, you can. They're still 90, years old. 95 yeah. year olds. I mean, there's still 95 year olds kicking right. it out there, and yeah, it, it it definitely seemed like the Johnny Carson in the show was very much phoning it in. So, <laughs> <clears throat> which I think you would have. How to would be Johnny at that Carson point. do with? late night these days with zoom and everything and 95 year old trying to figure this out <laughs> i wish this was the reality we lived in <laughs> i mean i'm sure you just have a live-in producer right and just like have right. them set it up for it just they sit in this chair and do your show yeah it's like could if i had a wish to switch timelines i would wish everything the same including the pandemic but also 95 year old johnny carson trying to figure out technology also, that Rocky Road uh, switcheroo, definitely, I right. think, an improvement. Yeah, right. When he things. said that, I was like, ooh, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other um, the other difference? There's another difference, right? Oh, was said, there? Uh, yeah. Ah. Uh, whatever. I think all of them were good. Yeah. Oh, I said nine, no 9-11. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, no 9-11. Oh, especially yeah, after perfect. the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> then Rick and Morty <laughs> could have run into those buildings guilt-free, you know? Yeah, two two out of three episodes so far since the uh, the mid season break have uh, a reference nine eleven in some way, so that's always mm. good. Do you think this um, is to protest them taking the nine eleven joke out of the pilot of Community on Netflix? Oh, did they? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently that's what I've been reading today. 
I mean, I haven't watched it yet on Netflix. I've mm. only watched it on Hulu, so. Same, yeah, I haven't watched the, uh, I wa- I've only watched it on DVD and on Hulu. I've never watched the pilot on Netflix, so I might go back just to see. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious how they kind of figure that out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so this the episode ends with um, with the cop lowering himself into acid, realizing very quickly he's not actually impervious to acid, and uh, just like dying in a very horrific way on national television. Slowly too. Yeah, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. So again, what did we learn? <laughs> Even yeah. if you think you're impervious to acid, maybe don't try it. I mean, if you're gonna try it, I think you try it at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just like do a, do a quick like dip of the finger, dip of yeah. the toe. Yeah, yeah. You know, put on your thigh, maybe. Just yeah. Like I a, mean, you know. Yeah, there's got to be some you know way to test it that would require you to, you know, at the very least sustain minimal serious and sustained injuries, mm-hmm. as opposed to uh, to dying horrifically on national TV. Because not only is that awful, it's like very embarrassing for your family probably too. <laughs> Yeah, they, they're forever known as, you know, mm-hmm. the not impervious to acid guy who died on national TV. He's relative. Yeah, imagine the memes. Oh, so many. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, what you thought versus 2020. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Perfect meme template. Oh, right up to go crazy for like four days. They would. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so anything else you want to add about the Vat of Acid episode? No, I think it was a great episode, really, uh, really great concept, uh, really well executed, mm. uh, you know, really, really took you on a ride. And I, uh, I was, uh, I was with it the whole time. I thought it, uh, the final turnaround at the end was really good, really well executed. Mm. We also got our second, uh, reference this, uh, this half of the, the season to a, uh, a sitting member of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Kind of weird, but. I'll allow it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> um, maybe by the end of the season we'll have uh, referenced all of them. I don't know. We'll see. Something to keep track of going yep. forward. Ben, where can they find you online if they want to give you a follow? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, I don't know. You know, I'll I'll pretend like uh, you know, maybe like Friendster. I don't know if mm-hmm. Friendster right. is. Uh, I don't still think kicking. it's a thing anymore, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I also tried to sign into my MySpace a little while ago, and it, it did not work. So I don't well, know if I just deleted my MySpace or if I have the wrong login info. Well, if you have a save point from 2008, mm-hmm. you can uh, click that button, right. go back, check me out on Friendster. Otherwise, mm-hmm. Twitter and Instagram, at Ben Sharon. Awesome. Follow Ben there. You can follow me on Twitter at the fake BMAR. That's B-M-A-R-R. You can follow the channel on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Get Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything on TikTok. Search Wicked Get Everything. And make sure if you're watching this on YouTube to subscribe because we get more recaps of Rick and Morty coming soon as well as a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast called The Sunny Day Review and Better Radio and another another show with ben and i hosting um that hopefully when we record it this time it won't get mess messed up called we hate reality so, yeah so we, we have a lot of stuff coming and i mean what else are you gonna do you know you're just sitting inside pandemic happening listen to us talk about television why not well i mean 
Maybe by the time uh, by the time our new podcast comes out, the uh, you know the quarantine might be over. So <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll you know put a safe point here, and if if it is, you know, you can come back and let us know in the comments down below. We'll see you yep, guys definitely. next time. Later. Oh wait, 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 wait! Shout out Brian Wong. Almost forgot. I don't think he listens to these, but if if you do, Brian. Shout out to you, man.